Hello, everyone. Welcome to Learning to Love Life. I'm your host, Sienna, and this is the second episode of the podcast. Yeah, so I'm excited to be recording today. I actually tried to record yesterday, and then I couldn't find my computer charger, and I didn't want to start recording and then have my computer die midway because that just would have been very unfortunate. But it is Sunday, and I'm okay. I'm not doing amazing, I'm not going to lie. I'm having a bit of a hard day, a bit of an unmotivated kind of slump that I'm in right now, or not unmotivated, but just I'm not feeling too optimistic, feeling a little negative about myself and about life a little bit, so I'm trying to stay positive, but I'm kind of having a moment right now. Part of it, I think, is because I'm back at school And so a little bit of a, you know, background is that I was on winter break for two weeks. And so I hadn't been at school already for two weeks. And then last week we were online for one week and I really enjoyed that being online. And I think part of it was because it was so nice to move a little slower and kind of be present And now I'm really sad. But anyways, I was online for a week and I liked it so much because I got to do things that I didn't get to do normally, obviously at school. Like I got to sleep in. I got to, you know, take a little longer in the morning. And I developed this great morning routine that I was loving Because I would get to get up in the morning and then I would do yoga and then I would wash my face and then I would like make my breakfast and just like take the time to eat it while I was in my morning meeting on my class. And so I don't really get to do that anymore. And so it's a little sad. And I also feel like the vibe at the high school is just a little negative in general. And I think I'm kind of picking up on everyone else's attitude. Like I don't really think anyone wants to be there. And so when you're kind of in a place you don't want to be, surrounded by people who also don't want to be there for seven hours, it definitely takes a toll. But yeah, I've been kind of struggling with school, like going to the high school. Not necessarily like classwork-wise, but just it's really physically draining. And I kind of feel like I'm always in a rush right now. Like, When I had that week and even when I was on break, I just was moving so much slower and I really was able to find myself being more present, which is something that I already struggle with because I'm kind of an overthinker. So a lot of the times I'm living in the future or sometimes in the past, or I'm always thinking of what I need to do next. And for some reason, I was just able to be a lot more present than I usually am. And now I just feel like, I've kind of lost that because I'm in such a rush all the time. Like as soon as I wake up in the morning, I'm in a rush because I have to get out of the door by 7.10 to get to school on time. And then on top of that, like I do my classes all day. Sorry, excuse me. I do my classes all day, but then I'm in a rush to like go to the gym or go to soccer after school. And then I'm in a rush to get home because I need to eat dinner. And then I'm I'm in a rush to do my homework. You know, like I'm always thinking of the next thing I need to do 
And it just kind of feels like by the time I get home, I'm like running out of time to do my homework and then I just end up being more stressed. So I'm trying to find a way that I can make being at school in person work for me. So I'm going to try to be positive this week and I'll update you on how that goes, but we'll see. Uh, So that's kind of what's been going on with me. Today's topic that I kind of wanted to talk about is alone time and kind of how that ties into self-discovery and how that ties into getting to know yourself better. And I also think it can tie into self-love also. Um, So kind of mostly over the last couple months, I've noticed myself becoming a little more introverted Um, I was, I mean, I was kind, I definitely was more extroverted. Um, like I used to be a lot more extroverted. Um, and I definitely didn't, I didn't mind being alone necessarily, but I definitely didn't value it and I didn't necessarily see it as a good thing. I think I always associated being alone with being bored. And so my opinion on that has definitely changed like drastically, I have, I love being alone so much. I don't know why I like it as much as I do, but I definitely have become a lot more introverted than I used to be. And so I think in the beginning, it's kind of weird to be alone. I think it's kind of a learned experience. And I think once you find like how nice it is, then you really like it. But I think until you kind of unlock that for yourself, it's kind of awkward to be alone. And I think part of it is because when you're alone, you're forced to think kind of. And it's kind of weird being alone with your thoughts. But I think that's the best way to get your to get to know yourself. You have to be alone with yourself. And so That's why I think I want to place the emphasis on honoring your alone time and not seeing it as something as like a boredom or just like a blank space of time that's not relevant because I think being alone is extremely relevant and it's extremely important. And so I think we don't always need to be around people. And I think not being around people all the time not only makes us enjoy being around people when we do it but it also just is better for yourself it's like for example when I'm hanging out with my friends obviously I have a good time but I know that for my mental health I also need to be alone and I also think this could also tie into relationship situations as well um I think it is really important. I mean, I'm single, so I don't really know. So I'm giving my opinion on something that I don't really know a lot about, but I'm saying I think a lot of the times um, people, especially my age, like just watching kind of like my friends and stuff, I think, you know, drawing those boundaries is really important because there's, I don't think it's healthy to be around someone all the time because you're prone to be irritable and you're prone to get annoyed with them. But again, like I said, if you take that time for yourself, 
it's just going to result in more gratitude toward the other person. And then so another kind of topic on the being alone is doing more things for yourself, like strictly for yourself. And so because if you think about it, like the things you do each day, how many things are you doing only for yourself? Like there's no other ulterior motive. It's not for someone else. It's not to get something done or to work or to get something in the end. The only motive is doing it for you. And I think this is extremely important. And I think this also ties into why I loved online school so much is because I was able to do so many things simply for myself. Like I found myself being able to take more time and put more love into making dinner. And I was able to enjoy it more and appreciate it more. And I was doing it for myself, uh, you know? And so doing little things like that, like waking up in the morning and doing yoga, I do that simply for myself. I do it simply because I know it's going to make me feel better. And I know this is also is a kind of difficult because it ties into like making new habits and that can be really difficult. Um, But when I'm doing things like that, that I'm trying to form a new habit, a healthy habit, I always go back to the thought of I'm doing this for myself. This is going to benefit me. And that's what gets me to do yoga every day and to journal every day. And I'll give you guys a journal update in a second, but Yeah, I feel like it's really important, even in a busy schedule, to take the time to be present with yourself, to have a moment with yourself, even if it's five minutes each day. I really do think it seriously can help. Another thing is that I was thinking of when I was making my notes for this episode was being selfish isn't always a bad thing, and it isn't a bad thing in general. I think a lot of the times we're scared to do things for ourselves because we see it as being selfish. But if you take a different perspective at it and you look at it as something that you're doing to help yourself, it can really be positive. It's not selfish to want to do things for yourself. I kind of have been thinking, you know, for a little while about how like this is my life and I need to make sure that what I'm doing is I'm doing things for myself. I'm not necessarily being selfish, you know, but if I don't want to do something, I'm not going to do it. You know, like if you don't want to hang out with someone or you don't really want to do something or you want to do something for yourself instead of maybe doing something else. I don't think there's anything wrong with choosing yourself first. And I'm not saying in every situation you can be selfish and never help anyone or anything like that. But I'm just saying, if you find yourself always trying to please other people and always doing things for others, you're inevitably going to be unhappy because you're not listening to what you really want And you're not honoring yourself. And so that kind of ties into the last little note on this is that in order to improve and grow, you have to focus on yourself. You are your number one priority. 
And so I've kind of been experiencing this a lot lately. And it's that in order to really change, because, you know, it's kind of like how I feel about when people are like, I'm going on a one week glow up. Like, yes, you can do a face mask and drink more water, but real changes happen when you start changing your habits and you start recognizing your coping skills and how you're actually hurting yourself. You can, and this also goes with, you can address a problem and not change it. Like change is so hard, but it is so important to improve. And change isn't always pretty and it can actually be extremely painful because digging deeper into that layer and again really being with yourself and learning about yourself you might learn things that you don't like and you might find things that make you upset but you have to address something that you don't want to you're probably going to have to touch on subjects that make you uncomfortable and feelings that you're trying to push down but it only gets worse the longer you suppress your feelings. So that's kind of how I feel about all the topics kind of relating to like alone time. So that's a little bit of my, that's my little self-improvement kind of spiel that I went on for this episode. But yeah, and I'm, like I said, I've been kind of having a hard week. So I'm also trying to remember, you know, just to keep going. And then another thing on like on the topic of like to keep going is that even when you mess up and you fail and you literally feel like you cannot get up, I always try to look at it like I messed up and I'm going to learn from this. And I think that's really important. And it's something that has definitely helped me in a lot of situations regarding to my mental health is that this is awful, but I'm going to learn for it learn from it so this doesn't happen again or that the next time it happens it's not as bad so that's kind of like because I feel like life in general is just a constant learning experience like we're constantly learning we're constantly growing and there's not ever going to be like a perfect life that you never mess up and that you're never unhappy There's always going to be moments and there's always going to be parts of your life that suck. But what differentiates having, what differentiates people from who, okay, I totally just like didn't even, I totally just messed up what I was saying, but (laughs) um, there's always going to be parts of your life that suck. But what matters is that you don't dwell on those moments. You grow from those moments. There we go. That's what I was trying to say. I couldn't get it out for a second, but I did. Okay. So yeah, that's kind of what I wanted to talk about this week, just because that's kind of how, that's what relates to me this week. Just, I need a little extra motivational push, little thing to keep going. So yeah. Um, I'll do a little more of like a life update kind of thing. I've been baking a lot recently. Um, I love baking. It's one of my favorite little hobbies and I genuinely enjoy it so much. 
I try to bake at least once a week, and I love just bringing it to my friends. I love giving people baked goods, so I'm sure my friends also like that part too, but I baked a bunch this week. I made I made these mocha milk chocolate blondies, which were really good, and then I made peanut butter oatmeal chocolate chip cookies, and then yesterday it was my friend's birthday party, and I made her a birthday cake, and I was very proud of it. It was my aunt's like chocolate cake recipe, which is such an amazing recipe. It's so moist and delicious. And then so I used her cake recipe, and then I filled it with a raspberry filling and then cream cheese frosting, and I topped it with fresh berries and a raspberry drizzle. And yes, I was very proud of it. I didn't think it was... I thought it was going to fall apart because I was having a a little bit of structural issues with the cake, but it all came together. So I was happy. My friend liked it. It was a good time. We just hung out and had fun. And it's always nice to hang out with your friends. So I've, yeah, I've been enjoying some baking this weekend and this week. Another thing that I made that I think is really fun. And I think everyone, this is for people, my people who like granola. If you haven't tried making your own granola, I recommend it so much. Granola is so overpriced in general. Like, but okay, a girl, a bag of granola is typically like $8, which is insane. So I recommend making your own granola. And my little hack is that mix oats together, but also mix in dried quinoa into like your base. And it adds like a crunch. It's so good. So add quinoa if you're making granola. I totally recommend it. It's really good. And so, yeah. Okay, I'll do my, I'll do my five things of this week that I've enjoyed. Okay, so my five things of this week are Master Chef. I said that last time, and we're continuing the trend of me liking Master Chef. Um, granola. I know I just talked about it, but it's definitely in the top five things. Hmm, let me think. Let me think here. Okay, this blue corset top from Urban Outfitters that I have, it's, I think if you, it's called Waffle Corset. And yeah, it's very cute. I really like it. It's actually surprisingly comfortable. So I think if you look up Waffle Corset on Urban Outfitters, it should come up sweatpants. I know that's kind of weird, but I've really been liking the comfy clothes recently, and I'm actually wearing my friend's sweatpants right now, and they're really comfortable, and I don't want to give them back, but I will because I know they're like her favorite pants, and I'm not going to, I'm not going to take her pants from her. And then smoothie bowl. I know that's, all of them are kind of weird, But I'll elaborate a little bit on the smoothie bowl one because there's this place called Wake and Take that I love to go to and it's so amazing and they make the best smoothie bowls in the world and now I'm craving one, but that's definitely something that makes me happy. So yeah, I think that's it for this episode. I am happy to be doing this podcast again, a second episode and I'm loving it. I love the podcast life. I hope you guys enjoyed it, and I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. Thank you so much for listening. Bye!